0: Welcome to the Dreamer's Way podcast. I'm your host, Ella Ryan. Think of this space as your weekly getaway here to ignite your passion, elevate your mindset, and empower you to design a life that truly reflects your dreams. From life hacks to success stories, mindset shifts to moments of pure motivation, the Dreamer's Way is your ultimate source for crafting a life filled with purpose, passion, and endless possibilities. Whether you're looking for some guidance, Here for some inspo, or just looking to learn something new, I hope you find a little piece of you inside each episode. Ready to dive in? Let's go. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Dreamer's Way podcast. Today's guest is my beautiful friend, Nicole, we had a whole conversation. Honestly, it could have went on and on and on about showing up online, overcoming fear of showing up tips on creating your online presence. Uh, She gave great tips about avoiding burnout. Honestly, such a great conversation. If you're somebody that is in the online world, which is all of us nowadays. Maybe this is great for you if you are looking to start a business, if you are looking to start a passion project, or if you're just looking to engage a little bit more in the social world and feel good doing it. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this episode. And without further ado, let's jump in. Hi, Nicole. Hi. How are you? I
1: am doing good. Super excited. It's my first time on a podcast, so I'm honored to be
0: here. I'm so happy that you're here. Honestly, I was just thinking, so for the listeners, Nicole and I had a really good chat a couple of weeks ago. I called her and we just kind of chatted about some some of the work that she does. And I think, and I know that you have so much to share with people. And I think that this will be a really powerful conversation and episode. So thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. I hope so. I feel like, you know, I talk a lot, so I have a lot to share.
0: You do have a lot to share, and I think it'll be very helpful for a lot of people listening. So before we get in, I'd love for you to kind of share and tell us a bit about who you are.
1: Well, my name's Nicole. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm 26 years old. I do full-time content creation, and I do freelance social media marketing for a couple boutiques here in the Charlotte area. And then I also do like UGC content on my Instagram For like other brands. A little bit about me. I've always been passionate about social media and modeling and beauty and all of that. Like, just, I think that's just so much fun. And that's something I've always been interested in. But I wasn't always pursuing seriously. Kind of my story starts with law school. I feel like it's kind of crazy, but the way I started where I am today, it all I have to thank for law school because. I was moving right before COVID to Charleston, South Carolina, to pursue immigration law. Because as you know, like my family, you know, they're from Moldova. So having that background, being like first generation American, that's super important to me to help other immigrants because I saw what my parents went through. So from a young age, I was super passionate about helping, especially like women and children. So I was in law school in Charleston and COVID hit. COVID hit and they were sending us home. And basically I came here around like the suburbs of Charlotte where my parents were living. And with all the free time I had, I mean, I decided I wasn't going to pursue law school anymore because I was like, that's not how I learn. I don't learn online. I'm a very in, first of all, I don't even like school (laughs) that much. I mean, I think it's amazing, but I just, I'm not a good test taker. You know what I mean? So
0: it wasn't for you. Like it's, I think people learn differently and
1: You know what works for you. Exactly. So I knew for me that I was not going to be able to succeed online at home with Mm. my parents, my sister, everyone living at home. I need my own space. That's just not how I am as a learner, let alone like a person. That's just not how I can succeed. So I knew that about myself. But you can imagine how like my foreign parents (laughs) handled it when I told them I wasn't going to go back to law school. But with the free time I did have... I was able to like focus more on different like influencers on Instagram and other girls who are YouTubers and just did a bunch of different content creation. And I was just kind of watching what they were doing, you know, and I had this one moment on April 26. I remember it was April 26. I was sitting on my swing that my dad and I built during quarantine together. Actually, Mm -hmm. I was sitting on that swing and I literally felt God say to me, and people think I'm crazy, but like genuinely, I heard God say to me, if you don't start a separate Instagram account and follow your passion now, like right now, you never will. So that is when I opened the Instagram app and I started a new Instagram page and that was that Chick-fil-A girl. So that's kind of how you met me. That yeah, was my old Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's wild. So you built all everything since 2020.
1: Yeah, it's been three, yeah, three years. Wow,
0: uh, so cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, and then with the That Chick-fil-A Girl, I mean, I'll have to like just say quickly because it's so random. But the reason why I picked that as my username to start my platform where I would share faith and I would share fashion. That's kind of my niche that I would talk about both of that faith and fashion. I didn't want my name to be in the username because... I wanted to be kind of separate from who I was like from mm. who my family and friends and people from college knew me as, you know, cause I have my own personal Instagram account. And yeah. the only reason I didn't start pursuing like content creation on that page is because I was like, you know what? The audience I have are again, family, friends, people from college, they mm. want to see like, Oh, like the cute outfits I'm posting. But like, honestly, I would rather start and curate fresh with yep. like, girls who are in the same boat as me, like the same things, have the same interests, and we can support one another. So I wanted something that was not based on my name, not based on faith or fashion, just something very simple that can just like be kind of like a funny thing that people can easily remember. Yeah. And you know, living in the South, everyone loves Chick-fil-A. So I was that Chick-fil-A girl. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Cause I actually thought of that the other day. I'm like, I don't even know why that's the name that you chose but you're right it totally is it's like you it's like if I think of any big content creators most of the time their handle is actually something a little bit more like funky like Mm -hmm. straight off the bat my mind went to the pink papaya yeah like just that's like, obviously that's not her name. It's just yeah. interesting to see where people go with that.
1: Yeah. No. And like everyone, that was just a huge topic of discussion when I would go to networking events or I had a photo shoot and I was meeting people for the first time. The very first thing people would ask me is, oh my gosh, we just need to know why did you pick that as your username? That's really? so funny. And then I would tell them my story like, oh, I mean, I just love Chick-fil-A and I wanted it to be just something easy and fun, fun. to remember. And it was yeah. memorable, but yeah, I feel like now my Instagram is hello, Nicole, yeah. just because I just, I've changed. I'm not who I was three years ago. Right. And I feel like that era of my life died.
0: Yep. I yeah. I can relate to that 1 million percent. I think that especially in the social world, it's important to like honor the seasons that you go through. like. Mm-hmm. It's always funny because whenever I look back at old posts, I'm like, I don't even resonate with this person anymore. So changing that identity, I think is huge. If you were to like give somebody advice now that wants to really like step up their social media game, would you tell them to like start a separate account or what are your thoughts on that? That's
1: a good question. A hundred percent, I would say start a new account just because then you're not feeling pressure. Like you're not having those second thoughts or like, oh, are people from school gonna judge me? Are people from work gonna judge me or family? I think if you start a separate account, you are literally starting on a blank slate where you have no one to impress except yourself. You don't have any connections you made yet. And you're really just blossoming into like who you wanna be. You can curate literally who you want, this new Instagram page, to show you as to the public. And then you can find the followers that inspire you and that you want to like support. And then hopefully they also follow you back and do the same for you. So 100%, yes, start a new Instagram account. That was the best decision I ever made. And that's what I tell everybody to do. If you want to monetize your Instagram account and you want to start taking it seriously, just start from scratch because Instagram actually rewards new accounts and new
0: creators. Wow. I love yeah. that because I you said the word perfectly that always pops in my mind is it's a chance for you to like curate who it is that you want to be or who and what it is that you want to like sell or portray or be able to like encompass so I think that's a great like a really good piece of advice is there any one in particular that inspired you to become a content creator or do you think it was like an accumulation of things or is there one person that you can think of that you're like I just saw everything they did and I loved it and I wanted that yeah, that's actually I'm so glad you asked
1: that. Let me quickly pull up her Instagram because I think she changed her username recently. Yeah, so again, just to quickly tie into what I said in the beginning about how this is something I've always loved to do. You can ask my sister, like when growing up, anytime there was day off because of a snowstorm or whatever, we were outside taking photos and then updating it on MySpace or Facebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I've always loved to dress up and look pretty and take photos. I love, that was always just my hobby. However, like, you know, during college and stuff I would always see certain girls when I studied abroad in Madrid, Spain, the girls there, all of them were like content creators. Like all the girls living in Madrid had fashion pages and would share their styles and would share where they would get it from and like be super supportive and just give advice to other women. And that really like made me be like, wow, this is so common here. And there's so many girls who have the same interest as me. I want to bring this back to America. So when oh. I came back to America, I was finishing up with school and then I went to law school. So like I said, I never had the chance to really pursue that. But there's this one girl, I'm going to shout her out. Her name is Lainey Michelle. It's Lainey underscore Michelle on Instagram. She probably doesn't even know this, but she is like five years younger than me. Now she's a mom and she has a baby girl on the way. But my point is, at the time when I was in 2020 about to start my Instagram account, I was looking at her page and I'm like, she's working with altered state. She's working with like Sephora brands. She's working with like dove, all these amazing companies where I'm like, wow, she's 17 years old and she's working with them. But I was looking and I saw that she's been doing this for years, just posting who she was. And being yeah. authentic to her faith and always shouting out God for all that he's blessed her with. And I'm like, wow, she's literally like, we would be best friends if we lived in the same city. Cause we are so similar. And honestly, she's the one, like she's literally the one where I felt like God say to me, like that could have been you five years ago, if you didn't care and you just did it and you just jumped the gun, created a new account and just went for it. And I'm like, okay, who cares if I'm not 17, who cares if I'm not 21 in Madrid anymore? I, I'm no longer knowing what I'm going to do with my life. I'm not going to go to law school. I have all this time in my hands. I have a family who loves me. I have a sister and everyone who supports me and who can help me take photos if I need it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in a very fortunate situation. So yeah, Lainey's one of the very like main girls who I was super inspired by and helped me like take that leap
0: to create that. I love that. Yeah. It's always the people that, like you said, she started when she did, but. I think anyone listening to this is active on social media, whatever platform that you're on. And it's so easy for us to get into this state of consuming, consuming and thinking like, I wish I could do that. Or, you know, why not me? Or, oh, I should have started how long ago? I think it's just a matter of like jumping in and getting started. And I think that that might be the hard part for a lot of people. Do you Mm -hmm. have any sort of like advice or if you had to go back in time and talk to Nicole circa law school? before she started in the content creation space would you tell her to like not worry about you know maybe what other people thought or is there any piece of advice you'd give her
1: yeah well first I would give her a very big hug <laughs>
0: yeah. and then
1: well honestly the seek here's a secret a lot of people like literally I don't think it, many people know this at all when I was in law school I started a food account like a food blog like a oh whole Instagram account devoted Because Charleston, South Carolina is one of the best places for food. So I think it was called something study time where basically all my study breaks were devoted to trying like a new place in Charleston for food. And I would share it. I would share there like just like yummy food in Charleston. But again, that wasn't really like my true passion. I mean, it was fun for me, but like Mm -hmm. I was still wishing I could post about my faith and fashion and
0: doing all of that on its own. You know what I mean? Right. Well, it sounds Um, like that was a segue. Like, it sounds like you were taking the steps. It just wasn't exactly the step you wanted to take yet.
1: I would tell myself, honestly, and this is what I would tell anyone who's listening. Don't put too much pressure on yourself because I put a lot of pressure on myself to start. And I personally just did not even have the time to do things that made me happy during my day because I was so busy with school and just life. I just didn't have the time and I didn't feel like it was the right time. So I honestly thank God that things happened the way they did because Mm -hmm. I am where I am now because I waited like COVID happened and then I was in quarantine and I waited until I had that time to take this hobby and turn it into a career. However, I would tell myself like, okay, but it doesn't hurt. Like you do take some free time out of your day. If this is something you're genuinely serious about, You need to take inspiration from those girls that you look up to and 30 minutes when you're on the treadmill at the gym, post a little bit about what you wore to school that day. Find other girls that are in law school around America that also have a passion for like their faith and for fashion and connect with them. Because truly, Mm -hmm. I think if I started then, yeah, maybe like I would be kind of my path would have changed a little bit because I wouldn't, I would no longer be in law school. So I would change my niche a little bit, but who cares? I would still build those connections
0: right like just start
1: somewhere yeah but my big thing i just want to say is i feel like everyone says this but i really don't care what people think to an extent i think everyone does of course yeah so of course i care to an extent however i will never let someone's comments or opinions ever stop me from doing what i think is best for me Mm -hmm. because i have my own back always at the end of the day like when i go to bed at night I have myself always. I have God and I have myself. So if I am happy with my actions for that day, that's all that matters to me. So my advice to anyone listening is don't let like your own fears hold you back, but at the same time, don't put too much pressure on yourself. If it feels like too much, then don't do it because you want it to be fun. You don't want it to seem right. like a job. Before.
0: Oh, that's such, such good advice because I think we do naturally put so much pressure on ourselves, especially when a lot of what we see is the successes of other people. We want to like catch up or like get to a place where we're doing our best and then what? And then you just want more and more and more. And Mm -hmm. like you said, it's something that if you love and you're passionate about, you want it to be sustainable. And I think like I've been in a place of burnout where I loved something so much, but you put so much pressure that it eventually just feels so heavy. And obviously that's not the way you had hoped to feel doing something that you love. I wanted to ask you, you talked about, not caring what people think, I know exactly what you mean. It's like, to a certain extent, I think when you're in this space, you kind of have to have, or you end up building a a thick layer of skin just because I believe that once you put yourself out there, yeah, you're open to so much more criticism or Mm -hmm. like difference of opinion, which is fine. Absolutely Mm -hmm. fine. Do you have any sort of ways that you manage any like negative comments or maybe... A difference of opinion. Yeah. Do you like, yeah.
1: Yeah, no. So I thankfully have not received within my like almost, it'll be four years, April of me having this Instagram account. But right now, of course, it's three. So within these three years, I have not had that many hate comments or hate messages, thankfully, yet. (laughs) However, the ones I have had, if it was a comment, I would just delete it, honestly, just because. This is my page. I have jurisdiction yeah. over it. So I'm not going to have that negativity. The unfollow button is so free and it's so, so yeah. easy <laughs> to press. So
0: it's um, so true. Like if you don't, oh, like you, you don't have to be here.
1: Yeah. Like no. if, To me, I think it's just so embarrassing for them. The ones that would like kind of, it, you know, it's so embarrassing. I've gotten, there was one reel that went, that went viral for me. It was like springtime last year. All the comments were men hating on me. And it was because I was posing in front of my sister's Porsche and they were hating on me saying it was like a rental or this or that, or, Oh, your, your husband's money or whatever, like they were saying. And it was all men, all the girls were super supportive and saying like positive things. It was all men trying to drag me. And I was laughing to myself. Cause I'm like, first of all, this wasn't intended for you. Why are yeah. you on my page? This is for the girls. Yeah. All <laughs> Number two That's so sad and embarrassing Like you're taking time out of your day to comment on a girl's video where she's clearly happy and posting what she loves. You have no business here. Nobody asked. You know what I mean? So the way I've handled it is I would just delete them. And very rarely do I ever clap back to haters. The times I would, I would obviously be as respectful as I can because of course nowadays things can get misconstrued so easily through the internet. And you just want to like...
0: You didn't start anything. You just also want to have your peace of mind. Yeah, I just want like, peace, I get always. That. Yeah,
1: I always want peace, trust me. So I would just delete it. But the times I have responded, I would just kind of like be nice to them. But at the same time, also let them know, like, that's so embarrassing. Like, I really, I, I would be like, I'm so sorry that you felt the
0: need to act like this today. That's like so sad. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it, I'm convinced, like, there's no way that this Like, they have to be bots. I just don't understand it sometimes. Mm. I grew up with the mentality. My grandmother always used to say, live and let live. So long as you're not hurting somebody. And Mm. when I say this, I mean, like, somebody wants to take pictures riding a bicycle and hold an apple. I don't even know. Like, let them enjoy it.
1: Just let them enjoy it. It
0: makes them happy. Yeah. It's not that
1: serious. Like,
0: yeah, that's so unfortunate. It's
1: not that serious.
0: I think it's unfortunately one of those spaces that you open yourself up, right? Like the more yeah. people are following you. And you know what? Again, on the other side of it, at the end of the day, not everyone's going to agree with you. You're not going to attract and vibe with every single human being you meet. And that's fine. But like you said, there is the unfollow button. You yeah. don't have to be in this space. This is the space that I've chosen to create and curate things that make me feel good. Yeah. And that 99.9% of the people in this space love.
1: But like bullying is real. like Yeah. And like, they're obviously very real. I've seen it through like some of my friends, what they've gone through on Instagram. And to be honest, I'm much more protective and I get much more passionate when I see the people that I love getting those mm-hmm. hate comments or hate messages. Because for me, again, for me personally, remember how I said I don't care really what people yeah. think? Like, I genuinely don't. To me, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm still going to do me at the end of the day. But when I see people that I love kind of getting, all these comments, I get so upset because I want to protect them, and I just right. want to like, because I know that they're such genuinely kind souls, such great women. And when I see that when I see that, I just want to like protect them because I'm like, I know them, and I don't know how they're going to handle it when no one else is around. I feel right. like, because I mean, I do this. Everyone does this. Like being self-critical is is extremely. It's hard. Like, I'll, I'll be honest, like, since I've been doing this full time, I've never been more insecure, honestly, in my life. And that's something I don't really talk about that much. But like, when I was 50 pounds heavier, working at my office job, nine to five, I would feel like I was more confident then than I was now. But I really think it's because of the pressure of social media and kind of like, keeping up and looking the part and making sure you're getting, you know, These brand deals and like these brands really want you to fit this image but while still staying true to myself like everything i do is obviously still that i want to do personally not because someone told me but my point is it's just social media is hard and bullies are real they don't realize how their words
0: can really impact someone of course and i think no matter how tough we may be because i i have a similar persona like i will you won't see that something's affected me, but it doesn't matter. if you. uh, Yeah. I'm like, I'm fine. It doesn't upset me. I'm fine, but it hurts. It's going to take a toll. And whether or not you realize it in that moment, like you might in that moment, be able to, I would have done the same, like just deleted the comment, been like, there's just no space for this here, but it stays in your mind. It kind of, you know, and then you start to second guess yourself and Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's, it's interesting that you say, like, I love social media. I think it's a incredible platform but i am seeing the negative side of it and i think it's when it starts to affect like our self-esteem and our confidence and then it it can get quite tricky like do you do you find yourself taking breaks more often than you would have in the past
1: oh yeah yeah i have one friend who i would call her like my little assistant if i wasn't shooting with my tripod she was the one that was always helping me And she knew that my posting schedule around like a year ago used to be Monday, Monday, honestly, through Friday at 1030 a.m. every day. Like that was when I posted every single day. And if I fell back on a day where I didn't post, she would text me and be like, are you alive? You know what I mean? Because she knew I posted consistently 1030 every single day. Within a year now, since then, I'll go now almost a week without posting on stories even too. And, like, I'll have people like her reach out to me and be like, are you doing okay? I Mm. feel like you're going through something because this isn't like you. And then I have, you know, other people, like, in my family. Like, I have my father who's super supportive and is always asking me, how my Instagrams doing? Like, am I happy with it? Anything, any new projects or fun collaborations coming up? And, like, I'll share it with him. But he's like, I feel like you're not as... Open about it as you used to be. Like he notices that too, mm-hmm. my father. And I like, it's true now that like you're, t- we're talking about it, I'm reflecting. And I'm like, wow, I have been not as consistent as I used to be. but I honestly attribute that more to like a lot of the jobs I have here in Charlotte, working with the different boutiques. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, I work with the Ritzia So right. I am the impact. But I think it's just from being busy. But also at the same time, I do feel a
0: little burnt out, to be honest. But you said it perfectly at the beginning. Like it's the season, right? It's this season. Maybe you're not meant to post Monday to Friday at 1030 in the morning. Maybe it's, and it's, you are posting like in an authentic way. Like you're not pushing yourself through that. I think that's a huge, that's an important thing to like recognize because Mm -hmm. I've definitely been in places too, where I will still try to post, even if I don't feel yeah. If it's not the right feeling, like if I'm away from social, it's either I'm busy. I just don't feel like it, whatever I want, whatever I'm posting to be like, this is how I feel in this moment. I want to share that with this community. Being
1: genuine always. And I, I preach this all the time. Quality over quantity. Yeah. And This is something for anyone listening. Like it's okay. If you don't post every single day, Honestly, Mm -hmm. if you can post like up to three times or two times a week, but it's good quality in feed posts where it's engaging with your audience. You know, you're having conversations in the comments or it's getting people to message you and ask more questions about whatever you're posting. Being active on your stories, like you said, in a genuine way, it doesn't need to feel forced. That's Mm -hmm. the beautiful thing. Like, I feel like it's so it's super easy to get caught up in it. And that's where you lose the fun and the magic about why you started. And like, for example, right now, just cause I said, I feel a little bit burnt out. That doesn't mean I'm not, I lost my creativity. Like I still have on my notes app, all my ideas for this month of November that I want to achieve for my Instagram, the goals I set for myself. I still have a bunch of fun collaborations with like brands that I love that I have to shoot for in the next coming weeks. Like I'm still super excited and happy yeah. and I will. I think I never will stop being super excited and happy about Instagram unless it doesn't exist anymore, you know? Oh my but gosh. These seasons. These what a seasons,
0: weir- weird world. Yeah. I mean, MySpace. Oh, yeah. Forgot about MySpace. <laughs> MySpace, Pixo. There was so many, like, yeah. But I mean, wild. I mean, but now we have
1: TikTok too. So, like, yeah. I if you, if you feel a little bit annoyed with Instagram. I'll go on TikTok and TikTok. I feel like I show more of like my my personality. You know, like my like. Yeah, you were
0: saying because it's very. I find it's not as manicured and curated. It's very very raw. Yeah. So it's like you can kind of. I think it's fun to have both, and obviously, put out whatever makes sense. But it's fun to kind of do like the BTS with TikTok, Mm
1: -hmm. and then the
0: curated. This is the final, like Mm -hmm. a little bit more work involved on Instagram.
1: Yeah, I mean, like like I just said, how I have that friend of mine who would always help me with Instagram taking pictures. She just got married this last Sunday. And on my Instagram story, I posted this like cute photo of us in the mirror. You know, it had a nice filter, it had like aesthetic font and everything. Like it looked cute. And then on my TikTok, meanwhile, I had this one video of us like dancing in the bathroom quickly because she had like two minutes to get away from the crowd where we were dancing yeah. to like a song in the um, bathroom. And it was so funny we were laughing so much at how like dumb we looked but we were genuinely so happy together I was like you know what I'm just gonna post it on my Instagram who cares like that's so me on TikTok but I'm gonna show my Instagram that side of me a little bit more and then I did and everyone was like post more like this like you're like this is so out of pocket for you Nicole but I love it like let's see more and I'm like okay so I'm gonna start doing that you know like show more of my humor on my Instagram and not be so I feel like strict with
0: what I, I show. think people I love that because I think people more and more just love seeing personality like yeah. they want to see you you know going for your walk and what you made for breakfast and what mm-hmm. sort of products you use at the end of the night like it helps people I'm such a believer and we grow by learning from other people Like whether or not you realize it, we're being influenced every single day, whether it's on Instagram or walking down the street or having coffee with a friend, somebody mentioned something or this or that. So I think when you can show up authentically and share things on your stories or on your feed, people get to see a whole different side of you, which is really cool. Yeah.
1: No, and you, you made a very good point that reminded me something actually very sad, but It's crazy because three years ago, if you told me I'd be sitting here on a podcast admitting this, I'd be like, oh, no, that's so not something I would say. But now I feel fine talking about it. But yeah, like what you just said about how your followers want you to just see who you really are genuinely. When I first started my Instagram, when I was that Chick-fil-A girl, it would take me one hour to post like talking videos on my Instagram story, like a try on a try on haul for a brand, for example, where I shared clothes or me sharing a product I used for like my hair, whatnot, or me talking even about like my Bible study plan. And I would share it on my Instagram stories. There were times where I would literally like put my camera down, like my phone and be in tears because I was so frustrated at how dumb I thought I sounded, how my hair looked frizzy or, Mm. Oh, like I shouldn't have said it that way. People are going to be like, oh, she like, why did she say it this way? Like, because guys remember 2020 was a time where everyone got canceled for everything.
0: Yes. Oh, my, I feel like we're still in that time yes. too. It's just you're, we become so hypercritical. I can relate to yes. this so much. And I think any person listening to this can relate to this. We're so hard on ourselves. And then you become, mm-hmm. especially like you said, that cancel culture, we're so yeah. scared of Saying the wrong thing that we actually, I feel like we tailor our words so much that it doesn't even sound like us anymore because we're just, yeah. It's
1: exhausting. So I was so mentally drained when I would like keep crying. Like I would be so frustrated with myself and I would get to the point of tears because I was like, wow, why can't I just be happy with one take? Who cares if I stumbled on my words? Who cares if I describe this item of clothing not exactly as perfect as I thought I should like who cares this at the end of the day is just a story this is who I am the brand picked to work with me because they genuinely believe in me and I just need to be myself and like talk the way I would with like you or like anyone a friend Mm -hmm. so now jump three years later I'm not even kidding I get on my stories not even nearly as I used to get on my stories every day back in the day But now I go like a couple times a week, or like, that's a lie, like maybe once a week. But when I do, I just act like I'm on FaceTime with a friend. Yeah. And I do one take. And if even if I don't like it, I'm like, whatever, that's who I am. If they don't like it, they can unfollow me.
0: It's so hard. Like, I've had this conversation probably a handful of times just this year, literally talking about like camera to face talking videos, that it's hard. Mm-hmm. It took me months to work up to being comfortable enough to share videos where I'm talking on my stories. And I think it it's, it's, it's a hard thing to work on. But when you get to that place where you're like you said, you're just showing up and you're like, this is this is it. And you're not so hyper focused on like my hair or the way I sounded yeah. or the way I presented my words. It's a struggle. So If anyone's listening to this, just know that you're not the only one. You're not alone Mm -hmm. in feeling this way. It's, it's hard. Was there anything that you did to kind of like maybe practice or get more comfortable on camera? Because maybe you're somebody who wants to show up and you're super passionate about sharing something on social media, but you're just scared to show up. Like, I think that's where a lot of people get stuck is they don't, they're scared. And I think we're all scared. We never lose that, but we just get better at working with it or kind Mm -hmm. of. Yeah. Well, honestly,
1: when I was going through this time where I was feeling super kind of paranoid on posting like talking videos on my stories on Instagram, and I was getting really frustrated over how long it was taking me. And it was something that was supposed to be super genuine and simple, but I was making it super complicated and not fun anymore for myself. I showed my sister. My sister is like my she'll keep it real with me always. She'll be my she's my biggest supporter. But she's also she can be my toughest critic, which I love. I love her for that. So Mm. when I was going through this, I would show her my stories and be like, okay, you genuinely tell me what you think about this. Like, is it good? And she would just look at me and be like, you just sound really scripted. Like you just seem like a robot that's not how you actually are. Like you're crazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And so she's like, just be yourself. Like you don't need to worry so much about sounding perfect or describing the outfit or whatever perfectly, or Mm. seeming like you look perfect. Like it's okay. So I used my sister as a resource to kind of like, just tell me like how she felt about my video because she knows me very well. And then I would also like use my friends or certain family members Honestly, anyone that you love and trust, I would use them as kind of like a soundboard, show them like your content, and then mm-hmm. tell them to like be genuinely real with you. Like, hey, what do you think? If you didn't even know me, but you saw this, well, what are your thoughts, you know? Because yep. I think there's a, a huge difference between criticism and then, of course, constructive criticism. So yep. if you're going to someone that you that knows you, and you're coming from a place of, hey, I feel frustrated, I feel like I'm being disingenuous, what do you think? And that person can really set you straight. And that's what's helped me. Like having people in my life kind of be like, it's okay. Like, it's really not, it shouldn't be that hard to show more of yourself on your Instagram. But however, at the same time, if you want advice on how to grow or monetize maybe your Instagram, how do you, how do you appear? Not appear, that's not the right word, but do you know what I mean? How do you curate? Right, <laughs> Your Instagram to reach a certain brand or collaboration opportunity that you really want to work with. your your family might not always be the best source of help because they know you for who you are, but are they an expert in, for example, working with this brand? Maybe. Right. Right. But in that case, you need to go to other creators in your community, either through social media or in person. I would ask them mm-hmm. and be like, hey, can we meet up for coffee? What's your advice on working with this brand? How do you think I should change my, my aesthetic on my Instagram or my niche? Or should I do like this trend for reels or this for TikTok or, you know, what right. I mean? like you need to have a community that supports you and can keep it real with you. And then you need to also have a community, I feel like of people that you can go to for like business related right.
0: advice. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I think the best way, no, but I think the best way to learn is, especially if there's something specific that you want to learn is learning from that expert and maybe not that expert, but somebody that's experienced in that field. Right. So if you wanted to learn more about horses, you would go to somebody who maybe is around horses all the time. I don't know. It's a silly example, but you get the idea. And I think that we're, we're scared sometimes to ask for help, but What's shown true for me, at least, is whenever I'm really excited or passionate about something, if I find somebody, whether like you said, online or in person, that's very much an expert in this field, I gravitate towards them. And I want to learn from them because I know and I can see the proof is in the pudding, like the work that they're doing is creating the results that they're getting. I wanted to ask you, do you have any like, quick tips or Anything that you would advise someone if they're looking, if they already have a social account and they've been doing it maybe for a little while, but they want to grow or they've just had a hard time. They're kind of like stuck in this plateau. Is there any like, try this, try that, maybe stop doing this? Just so I can reiterate,
1: just so I can fully understand the question. This is someone who already created a separate
0: Instagram account and is starting to try and grow their account, correct? Yeah. Okay. They're posting things that they love they're happy with it but they're just not they're like at a plateau so let's say yeah. they have hit like however many followers but they'd love to keep the community growing
1: that's a good question so first I would tell them that they're not alone and I know they probably have heard that but truly you have no idea how many people like myself included are in the same situation so they're not alone and know that they have a they have people who are literally going through the same thing and my second thing I would tell them Is to batch shoot your content. Plan ahead. Take one hour out of like maybe a Sunday afternoon or whatever works for you. Sit down, have like good music playing, light a candle, have a drink or something like a snack. Have Pinterest, you know, scroll through Pinterest, get inspired. Do whatever you need to do that helps you. I just gave an example of what inspires me, by the way. (laughs) But like do something that inspires you, right, creatively. And then write down. I'm a big believer in like what you write down is what's going to manifest in real life.
0: Oh, I love that so much. And I love your little setting. I could like picture it.
1: The candle, the drink,
0: the Pinterest.
1: You need to have the vibe. So take that one out of yourself. Set the mood right. Do do what you like makes you creative that you love. And then write down what you want to do that week, for example. And have like a plan to batch shoot content. So... Like that basically means I'll pack up my car with like six outfits. That's like the most I'll do. And then I'll have my little tripod. I call her Tina, Tina, the tripod. And then I will go throughout my city and shoot in my different outfits at different locations. Or sometimes I'll shoot two outfits at the same location. And then I know that I am set for the next like two weeks, two, three weeks with content. I have the pictures. I have the videos. I know that That's it. I did it all in that one day that I dedicated for batch shooting content, right? Now that is my biggest advice for you when it comes to like getting the content if you want to grow, because you're not going to grow if you're not posting. So you need to post. So if you have like a bunch of content already planned out ahead of time and you can like I have so many apps that I know of that you can help like curate an aesthetic feed which that's super important to me it doesn't mean you need to do that but I'm saying if you can kind of aesthetically see how your grid will look that Mm -hmm. also can help you feel a little bit like more comfortable and feel like you're on top of things so batch you content so you know that you already have that on the back and it's just good to go and then my second thing is always always engage with other creators that inspire you or that you want to like grow and like learn and almost like take what they are posting and that what is inspiring you and do the same on your Instagram. That doesn't mean copying them, but it's just being inspired by them. I mean, they're influencers, mm-hmm. so their job is to influence and take that and make it your own. So, connect with other creators that inspire you and like send them a message it's not it shouldn't be that scary just send them a message be like hey would love to be friends would love to connect if they live in your city that's even better like plan to meet up plan to help each other like in any way that means for you like for me it's helping shoot photos and also like meeting up for bible study and you know being connected with women who are of the same faith but for you it could be like hosting a yoga like retreat Mm -hmm. in your city a hot girl walk, for example, anything like that. Just connect with other individuals that inspire you and that you know from you learning from them, you can inspire and help your audience even more. Because I believe everyone knows something you don't.
0: You can learn
1: something from every single person you meet. So use that to your advantage and make that genuine connection because then if you're authentic and you're like, desire for a friendship with that person that will show and they also will want to be your friend and then through that you're going to have even more connections and chances Mm -hmm. to grow brand opportunities network events in your city and just at the end of the day a friend someone you know that you connect with and be like hey i'm going through a tough time have you been through this before like what what do you think i should do and just to encourage you like yeah you're that person for me and i hope i can be that for you yeah especially
0: like Someone in your field. It just yeah. makes sense. They get it.
1: Yeah. I know that was a lot, but honestly, I would just say set oh, yourself so up good. For success ahead of time. So take that hour or two out of your week to plan ahead. Take that time to shoot your content, your videos, record, do whatever you need to do so you know you have it. Cause then you have no excuse to not post it. If you're taking time to create that content, you should post it. And yeah. Be happy with what you created because it's yours and that's like a beautiful thing no one can take that from you so post it be proud with it and then engage with your audience through that and just that's my biggest piece of advice it really shouldn't be that complicated I feel like nowadays people are thinking Instagram is out to get them which I can understand you know it makes you feel very frustrated Mm -hmm. but don't lose sight of having fun always just try to enjoy the process, even if it is feeling like it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Remember why you started. And most more often than not, a lot of us can say we didn't start to make money. We started just to share our hobby and our passion.
0: Right. Yeah. I so love remember- that. I think that's such good advice, especially the like connection part. I think we forget sometimes that it's called social media. Like there's a social aspect to it. Right. And I'm guilty of it. I've gone through phases where I just post, but then I'm not actually interacting with anyone else. And it's like, that's only half of it. Like you can batch and create all this beautiful stuff, but you need that element of connection in order to foster that space. And yeah, I think that's such a good, such good advice.
1: Thank you. As you can tell, I just have a lot to say about this. Um, I mean, it's been my life now for three years. So, if I can help just one person, then I'm happy. I, I did something. That's success to me.
0: Well, you absolutely have. You've helped me. You've been yeah. so great. And I just love hearing you like, it's, it's fun to learn from people who are in it and like, are still in it. Like you said, if you're going through something and it's hard and you feel like this is a challenge, like you said, Instagram's out to get me. It's like, I promise you I've been there. And I think that last piece of advice like you said is just when you're truly following your passion like you want it to be fun
1: yeah
0: and you start from a place of like i just want to do this because i love it and if it turns into brand deals and all these bigger things like that's incredible
1: yeah and that's just the thing people get burnt out really quickly if they i get it trust me i get it like if you're putting in the hours to go out and shoot and it can get embarrassing sometimes if you're like especially by yourself with a tripod shooting and there's people staring and then you have to come home and edit and then think of captions and you always want to be original and creative so you're trying to think outside Mm. the box not do maybe what everyone's doing kind of make it your own I can understand the frustration with then that content not performing the way you thought it should I wish everyone can get a million likes on all their content because I feel like that's what we're worth but at the same time- that's just not reality. That's just not the social media world we live in. So just as long as you are happy and proud of what you're putting out there, that honestly is all that should matter. And keep telling yourself and keep reminding yourself that, Hey, I'm proud of it. I liked it. I posted it because I wanted to, who cares if it got 30 mm-hmm. likes, mm-hmm. like
0: all the metrics are just like, Oh, can be so can make your vision so blurry. I love that because I think something that I've been trying to tell myself too, is if I like love it and it's something that I'm proud of, it's going to attract the right people. Like whether that's three new people or 300, yeah. because I'm creating from a space of authenticity and something that I'm passionate about, it's gonna do the work that it needs to do. It just, it might not look like you said, a million likes in one go. It might be 30, it might be this, it might be that, but sticking to what feels good and really honoring that, I think is like, it would be so nice to see everyone doing that online because I think that we'd really thrive and, and people would find their people easier.
1: Yeah. And like one thing I'll say quickly too, is just think of, about it this way let's say you got 100 likes on a selfie you posted for example sharing something that you love imagine that being actually now picture like 100 likes on a photo on instagram you're like okay cool awesome right but imagine 100 actual live human beings in person coming up to you and being like hey this is amazing love this you look so beautiful oh that's so cool like thank you for sharing oh imagine hearing that 100 times you're gonna go home and be like wow like I feel so fulfilled. I feel so inspired. I'm really doing something. Like I feel connected and you're going to want to keep doing that. But I think we get so hung up on the number that we see on the screen. Think about if it was actually like converted to real humans talking to you and telling you that in person, it's honestly the same thing, basically. And I think that should also help motivate you to just keep going and remember that it's just a number. The people Mm -hmm. who follow you follow you for a reason engage talk with them see what they want ask them what they want to see from you do that to your own accord and just never
0: stop having fun I love that so much I feel all inspired now too I'm like okay so I'm gonna batch some work I'm gonna take these pictures the tripod thing's another hurdle that I've had to overcome in the past couple years even just being on social like we were talking about showing our face on stories that's hard and then adding a tripod in that's tricky too. So anyone listening, don't be hard on yourself. It takes time. Yeah, I can, I want to say, I don't care when someone's watching, but it's, it's getting easier. It's still tricky, it's hard.
1: Yeah. but
0: you can learn and you can like find times of day where there's not many, it's, if that's something that you're like concerned with, yeah. you learn how to get creative with it, I think.
1: And also the beautiful thing is we're in this, generation in this time of our lives where I think that's become so normal yeah seeing I agree people kind of record or shoot in public where honestly like I remember three years ago people would always ask me like what are you doing like oh are you taking pictures like haha like that's cool but now they just kind of keep walking they kind of yeah, mind they so business, true they're like all right <laughs> I've seen this before like there's this one spot here in Charlotte that I love to shoot at when I started shooting there three years ago it's like by this like business that like a lot of businessmen will come out during their lunch break and eat at this like park area (laughs) three years ago they used to always say oh like what are you doing with that like are you just taking photos of yourself and then I explained to them like yeah it's for my Instagram or whatever you know I would kind of like explain and then of course I would always ask permission like is this okay with you because I know you work here and they're like yeah as long as you don't tell them I'm smoking out here, I'm not telling them you're taking <laughs> pictures. But now, but now, for example, they just don't say anything. They're like, oh, another one. They literally said that the other day. They're like, there's so many girls that
0: come and shoot here throughout the week. We're so used to it. Oh, yeah, That's so cute. Yeah. I love it. You're so right. You're absolutely right. I think we're becoming, it's just so, it's so the norm now. That people are less likely to like stop and stare. They're that's just kind of like.
1: I am coming from a from a city. Like I can imagine how like if back in my small town in Massachusetts, if I was doing this, you know, where I grew up, mm. I don't know if you knew that, but yeah, I grew up in Massachusetts. But in my I small town, know yeah, yeah, my small town in Massachusetts. If I was doing what I do here, there, I definitely think I would feel a little bit like shy because mm. it's not the. It's really, really not the norm. It's very small and it's not the same vibe so people who are listening who don't maybe live in like a metropolitan area where kind people kind of mind their own business really yeah I feel for you because it does kind of feel discouraging definitely Mm -hmm. more shy but honestly I think that puts you at an advantage where you need to think more creatively yes and then in, in turn your content will be more original
0: because you have to think outside the box you know what I mean yeah absolutely and I think there's always a flip side right like it's that's such a nice mindset to have something that i've tried in the past too is finding somebody like you said that's has a similar passion or you know they're in the social media space and they want content and just go out together so you're with a friend and it just looks like you're taking each other's pictures so whatever yeah you just get creative i think that's what it is that's the bottom line
1: Oh, yeah. Everyone in my life knows if you want to get dressed up and shoot photos and grab coffee, I am your girl. I am there. (laughs) I will help you. I will get on the floor. I don't care who's there. We're going to get the shot and we're going to feel good about it.
0: Yeah. I love it. Everyone needs that hype girl. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This has been so great.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening to me for so long and for asking those amazing questions. It really was an honor it's my first time on a podcast so I'm just yeah how do you feel my story I feel good I I feel like this is amazing what you're doing I think you going out of your way to really have these like in-depth conversations is super inspiring and I feel like you're gonna have so many collection of stories from like People and like kind of their experiences and what they've gone through and advice that for you, I feel like you're going to become a superwoman where you're going to take all of this and just (laughs) apply it to your own Instagram. And I'm excited to see you grow
0: and blossom. Oh, I appreciate it so much. I just love it. Like I one-on-ones. Anyone that knows me, one-on-one is where I thrive. Like I love being able to like sit and talk to somebody and ask questions and then dig a little deeper. I just think like you said it. You said something earlier and I've already forgotten, you can always learn something new from someone else. What was your, there's always something. There's always something you don't know that someone else does. I love that. I want to just drop the mic when you said that, because it's so true. And it's, it doesn't mean that that person is the an expert in whatever. It's just, maybe they can teach you something from their experience, or maybe there's something that they know a little bit more of, and it will help you at the end of the day. And if it doesn't, you move on. If it does, amazing so I'm so happy to hear you say that
1: yes and there's so much from you that I think like I'm excited to learn about and see because I just think I look at you and I see like you just radiate so much positivity like genuine positivity and love and that's gonna show through all, all your platforms that you're gonna pursue that's gonna show and you're gonna you're gonna get the right audience and the right group of people surrounding you supporting you lifted you and you have me here in your corner
0: oh thank you so much so sweet of you, thank you. well hopefully we
1: can chat again soon
0: I'm sure know, we can want talk come, forever
1: I want to come to the Cayman <laughs> Islands and I can help you shoot your content yes. or we can go and you can teach me yoga on the beach that sounds like my dream
0: that sounds amazing to me well thank you so much babe no
1: thank you. thank you thank you have a good rest of your day bye
0: Bye bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Dreamer's Way podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please consider supporting the show by leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback truly means the world to us and it helps others discover the podcast too. Thanks again for tuning in. Your support keeps us going and we can't wait to have you back for more. Until next time, keep exploring, keep learning and keep on dreaming.